Today's five-star review, titled All of Them by Destiny Changer. Shalene, I listen to a daily dose of Build Your Tribe. You and Brock totally rock. Your podcasts are at the top of my DMO, Daily Method of Operation, and I build my business according to your trainings. Thank you. And P.S. Let me know when you visit Hilton Head Island. Hey there, welcome to Build Your Tribe. My name is Shalene Johnson. And my name is Brock Johnson. With more than 25 years of experience in a variety of businesses, I promise to share with you the ins, the outs, my failures and successes. And my goal is to share with you these social media money-making strategies to turn your idea into passive income. Every week, my son, Brock, and I will share with you perspectives that will serve you regardless of the stage that you're at in your business. Whether you're a solo entrepreneur looking to grow your brand in social media or you've got dreams for a global brand, Build Your Tribe is here to serve you. This one is totally my son's expertise. So Brock, take it away. Hey, what's up? And welcome back to today's episode of the Build Your Tribe podcast. My name is Brock Johnson, and I'm so happy that you're listening to today's show. Today, I wanted to take you step by step through the process of getting sponsors or advertisers to sponsor you, your brand, your podcast, your YouTube channel, your Instagram account, your Facebook page, whatever it may be. I want to take you through the steps to actually getting sponsored, getting paid for your content, getting paid to advertise and to talk about other people's products and services on your own page. And I feel credible to talk to you about this because I recently went through these steps and this process myself. So I am literally taking you through the exact steps that I followed to get sponsors and advertisers to start responding to me, negotiating with me, and even negotiate a few deals that I will be telling you about later in the episode. But hold up, before you click away and start scrolling through the rest of your podcast app looking for some more quote-unquote applicable episode, you might be thinking to yourself, all right, Brock, like I don't have millions of followers. I don't even have... 15,000 followers yet. Why would anyone want to sponsor me? How could I possibly get an advertisement? And why should I care about this episode? Well, let's address both of those questions. Number one, the micro influencer is now more powerful than the mega influencer. Micro-influencers, as defined by Impact, a marketing agency, are individuals with more than a thousand followers or audience members. So it's not necessarily as distant of a goal as you may have originally thought. Maybe you have less than a thousand followers on whatever your biggest platform is, but I'd be willing to bet that whatever your home sweet home is, whether that's on podcast or a Facebook group or an Instagram page, you're pretty close to a thousand followers. And if not, you will be over a thousand followers very soon. So that should be encouraging. You are already a micro influencer. You are also considered a micro influencer if you are considered some sort of an expert or go-to source for information within that respective niche. That's why it's so important and both my mom and I have talked so much about how the riches are in the niches or niches or however you want to pronounce the word. It's so important to brand yourself and really target a specific niche rather than trying to target all 
8 billion people on the planet focusing on whatever your specific expertise is and serving those people. All you need is a thousand people to be considered a micro influencer. Here's another stat by that same company, Impact, the marketing agency. They say that, in fact, influencers with a thousand followers generated 85% higher engagement than those with a hundred thousand followers. As the number of followers increases, the engagement tends to decrease. This has been proven time and time again across all social networks. The more followers you have, typically, the less engaged those followers are. I mean, think about it. Let's replace the name followers with friends. If you had a thousand friends in real life, you'd be way more engaged and present in their lives than if you had a hundred thousand friends. The engagement rates are much higher if you have less followers. And so for that reason, brands want to work with you. Brands don't want to work with those mega influencers who have millions of followers, but only get you know, 1%, if even that, engaging on their posts. They want the micro-influencer, the blogger, the YouTuber who has two or 3,000 followers but is getting engagement rates of 30, 40, 50% on some of their posts. Another statistic, and this one was gathered by Twitter data, 49% of people say that they trust recommendations from influencers to help make their purchasing decisions. This means that when you're an advertiser, when you are looking to promote your brand or your product or your business, it is increasingly more beneficial to get in contact with the influencers. And not to mention, us micro-influencers are way more affordable than the traditional routes of advertising like print, digital advertising, or even on TV ads. We are so much cheaper, so much more affordable, and our engagement rates, our conversion rates are way, way higher because we actually have connections. We actually have relationships with the people who are following us. And so for those reasons, brands are looking for people like you. They want to advertise on your page, on your Instagram stories, on your Facebook wall. They want you to start giving recommendations, start doing affiliate codes. They want you to reach out. They're dying to advertise to your audience. Now, later on, we will talk about how to not make it salesy and how to not just turn into a walking billboard. But I think it's important to, first of all, note that advertising and sponsorships, it's not just for the mega famous. It's for micro influencers like you and I. And also, why should you care? Well, studies have shown that the average millionaire has seven streams of income. So that means if you have, you know, your main job and then you got a side hustle and then you also do some product sales and maybe you do some nannying every once in a while, this would be a great extra source of income. Getting paid directly for sponsorships or advertising or getting paid directly from affiliate marketing is a great way to create another source of income. And for a lot of influencers, a lot of these brand building experts and these people who you look up to on social media, here's a little secret. A lot of their income comes from advertising and affiliate marketing. It's a huge part of the market. It's a huge part of the entrepreneurship journey that I think not a ton of people talk about. And not a lot of people will break it down quite simply for you the way I'm about to. I myself started searching for answers and started searching for step-by-step processes to getting sponsors and getting advertisements about two months ago. 
and this started my entire journey. I've learned a lot. I've had some failings along the way, but let's hop into it right now with the five steps to getting sponsors, advertisers, or affiliate marketing deals for your page, your brand, or your business. Step number one is you need to know yourself. And I don't mean like on a deep level, you don't need to do any soul searching, but you need to know your brand, your business, whatever it is, whatever channel you are planning to promote someone else's stuff on, you need to know the stats about that channel. So if you're planning on offering people the availability to advertise on your YouTube channel, you need to know how many views you're getting per video. You need to know the engagement rate, like how many comments are you getting on that video? How many likes? Is it an immediate viewership? Like you get 90% of your views in the first day, or is it a slow build? How many subscribers do you have? How many videos do you post per week or per month? All of these stats need to be known and you can apply it to your own unique channel and situation. So when I began looking for sponsors and advertisers for this podcast, I had to first gather the statistics on Build Your Tribe. I now know how many downloads we get per month, per episode. I know how many total downloads we have, and I know the total social media reach of the two co-hosts of this podcast, me and my mom. It was also important for me to really define who my demographic is. Because I know who the listeners of Build Your Tribe are, because I have a pretty good idea of who you are right now listening to this, I know that Home Depot might not be the best advertiser for Build Your Tribe. I know that our demographic is heavily female. So I wouldn't want to reach out to some heavily male-focused masculine brand and see if they want to sponsor or advertise on Build Your Tribe because it just wouldn't be a good fit. So it's important first to know yourself, know your niche, know your stats, and know your demographic. Step number two, once you have that defined, is to make a list of products that your audience would love. And preferably, these would be things that you already use and that you might even already be recommending to your audience or just recommending to your friends. Maybe there's an awesome smoothie blender that you just love and you're raving about and you're telling all your friends and you're making them buy it. Maybe you discovered this awesome online resource, something that like, I don't know, allows you to get a bunch of websites designed for cheap, like in a big batch, and then you get to choose the one you want and work with the web designer to design your website. Whatever it is, whatever products you're already using and raving about, I would recommend adding those to the list. And this is kind of like a list of people who you're going to reach out to, people who you intend to contact as a potential sponsor or advertiser. When I was making a list of potential advertisers or sponsors for Build Your Tribe, I thought about where did I find my virtual assistant? How did I come up with my logo design? What do I use on a daily basis and what am I constantly recommending to my friends? So some of the things that I added to my own personal list were audible.com. It allows me to listen to eBooks and I'm a big eBook person because I'd much rather listen to a book, an audio book rather than read it. I just feel like I don't have the time. So I love Audible. 99designs, you'll hear a little bit about them later on in future podcasts. ZipRecruiter, Ring Doorbell, Blue Microphone, which is what I'm literally using right now to record this podcast. Borrow Lenses, which is a 
website that allows you to like basically rent pieces of equipment, rent cameras, rent lighting equipment so you don't have to buy the expensive gear. But all of these, as you can see, they're tools and resources and companies that I use on a regular basis that I already know, like, and trust, and that I would feel very comfortable regularly talking about with my friends and with my followers online. So first I made a list of about 10 to 15 of my favorite products that relate to my niche. Then step three, I gathered their contact info. This was probably the most time consuming part of the entire process and the most tedious part. This is the part that you could outsource to a virtual assistant or a staff member or teammate of yours gathering the actual contact info for these companies. I would recommend trying to find if they have a specific email address for marketing or partnerships or advertising. Some companies will have specific people, specific addresses that you can email if you have questions or inquiries about exactly what we're talking about today. That's ideal. The next step below that is to email, like if they have like a press email, like press at facebook.com. I don't know what their email is, but you you know what I'm saying? Looking for like press option because oftentimes uh, there's an integration between press and advertising, or at least the people who are working in the press department will be able to connect you with the advertising department. And then of course, it's not terrible. I would say it's an okay email to just send to their general email. Maybe they have info at bluemicrophones.com. I don't know. Again, that's made up. But just a general email address is is not the worst possible way to get in contact with these companies. But gather some contact info. Maybe there's a specific person you can find on LinkedIn or, or somewhere else online so you can learn the actual name of the person who you're going to be contacting. And then in the next step, we'll talk a little bit more about the message. But step three, gather up all the contact info. And I do recommend doing each of these steps one at a time rather than trying to do it one company at a time. So rather than trying to find a company, then get their contact info, then write them an email, and then move to the next one, I recommend doing it the way I've prescribed, which is first making the list of all the companies you want to work with, then gathering all of their contact info at once for each company. And then now we will move on to step four, which is crafting a simple and precise message. It doesn't need to be short, but it does need to be precise because you're making a pitch and kind of like a cold call here. You don't have a lot of time to waste words. You don't have a lot of space in that email where you can be storytelling and telling people about how great you are. And here's what I'm up to today. This is not your time to be chatty Kathy. This is your time to get to the point. And in fact, I will read you right now exactly what one of my emails looked like. The subject line of my email reads, possible advertising partnership. And then I would say, hey there. And then I would try to look for a name. If I couldn't find a name, I would just say, hey there. I hope you're doing well. My name is Brock Johnson, and I am the co-host of the Top 100 Business Podcast, Build Your Tribe. So immediately, I've introduced myself. I've recognized that they're a human, first of all, by saying, I hope you're doing well. And I'm immediately in the first sentence, giving them a clue about what we're about to be talking about that I then continued to say, we would love to see if we could partner with insert company name here in some sort of promotional slash advertising deal. 
Then my next line, I give a little bit more connection of why specifically we want to work with this company. So for this specific email that I'm reading to you, it was for the Ring doorbell system. So I said, my co-host, Shalene Johnson, also my mom, and I both have Ring systems and we love it. She actually has multiple Ring systems between her home, work, and different offices. We are constantly recommending Ring to our friends and family. Next line. Our show has over 12 million downloads and we have a combined social media reach of over 3 million followers. So I have told them why I specifically want to work with them and now I'm starting to excite them about the possibility of working with me by sharing with them some statistics, some eye-popping statistics about my brand, my channel, whatever it is I'm talking about. Then I tell them a little bit more deeper information. So I tell them about our demographic. I say our demographic, yada, yada, yada. Most of our listeners are these people and they're looking for any resources we can offer and they would love Ring. Then at the bottom, I say, I'm aware of the affiliate program you currently offer. You could also say, I'm aware of the credit program or I'm aware of the referral program that you already offer, but we would love to do some kind of multiple episode promotional deal or multiple, whatever your content piece is, promotional deal. And here's why I think this is important. Most of these companies you're going to reach out for, they're already going to have affiliate links or affiliate options available. And that's a great option. But it is a little bit more time consuming because you're getting paid specifically for the number of sales you are generating. So if you are producing only three sales from this affiliate ad that you're doing, you're not getting as much potential income as you would if you were to just get paid a flat fee. Basically, it's much more safer and secure for your end to just get paid a flat fee based off the number of reads or the number of pieces of content that that ad is showing up in. But again, that's a personal preference and something that is dependent on your audience. Maybe you have a super engaged audience and you know that you're gonna have 2,000 people signing up Maybe then it would be better for you to do an affiliate link. But personally, when we were looking for advertisers and sponsors for our podcasts, we wanted to do a deal where we would get paid for X number of reads or X number of spoken ads rather than number of conversions. But it's a great thing to also have in your back pocket. So let's say that you email 10 companies and eight of them don't respond that's perfectly fine because you can just sign up for the affiliate programs and continue to promote them and talk about these companies anyways, and you'll just get paid via affiliate sales rather than directly for promoting as these deals have been set up. So then I sign off my email. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Best, and I sign my name. And there we go. I sent off the emails a few days ago, and I've heard back from about 50% of the companies I've reached out to. And I've even set up phone calls and a few deals already. So I'm very, very excited about that. And that's kind of like my fifth and final step is that to just pull the trigger and shoot your shot. You have to believe in your brand and your channel before anyone else will. No one else is going to be willing to promote or advertise or spend money to get their product on your channel if you don't first believe in your channel. 
So if you need to, go back to the beginning of this episode and affirm to yourself that you are an influencer. You might be a micro-influencer for right now, but your influence over your followers has value. It has value on a much deeper level, but just at face value, at the surface level, your influence has value to these companies who want to promote and advertise on your channel. So shoot your shot, send off those emails, make those lists, contact some companies, and I can't wait to hear your success stories about how you have begun advertising, promoting, and affiliate marketing to grow another stream of income for yourself, create some more financial freedom, and all in the entire process, you're still serving your audience. You're not becoming salesy because these are products that you would naturally be recommending anyways. They're products that helped you out and they'll help out your tribe. I hope you found this helpful. And until next time, happy networking and keep storytelling. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it for you. I wanted to mention a tool that I think you're going to find incredibly useful, especially if you struggle sometimes to know what your purpose is. What is your thing? Like, what are you called to do? Why are you here? What makes you great? What makes you unique? You know what? I think you're too close to yourself to actually even see it. I think if we asked a lot of your friends and family members, they would know. But I want you to know it. I want you to declare it. I want you to see it. So I've developed this really simple questionnaire. You just download it. It's kind of like a quiz. But you're going to know all the answers to this quiz because it's a quiz about you. And when you complete it right there in your own handwriting, it's going to be perfectly clear to you what your thing is. So do me a favor. No, do you a favor and download this questionnaire. You can get it for free by going to shaleen.com forward slash my thing. And then answer the questions and I want to hear from you. Send me an Instagram message and let me know, like, what is your thing? I'm really excited to hear. And I know you will be too. It can be life-changing and clarity providing to know what your thing is. The same answers are going to come up over and over again when you fill out this questionnaire. It's going to be so obvious to you. And it's going to give you that boost in confidence that maybe you've been missing. All right. Again, shaleen.com forward slash my thing. And I am really excited for you to do this. 